Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by Valley Agencies. As a local full-service insurance agency in the St. Croix Valley, Valley Agencies is committed to helping you protect what matters most. Whether you're looking for personal, commercial, health, or life insurance, their team of professionals has you covered. Contact Valley Agencies today to help you achieve more together. Valley Agencies has been serving the St. Croix Valley and surrounding areas since 1914. Conveniently located in Stillwater, Minnesota and Hudson, Wisconsin, visit them at valleyagencies.com. For those of you who follow our blog at getoutandtry.com, as well as social media, you may remember a few months back seeing me getting out and trying some of the classes at Santosha Studio. It was really fun. I did cycling and yoga, and you also get to briefly meet the owner, Stephanie, in that video. Now, in this episode, I get to sit down with Stephanie for a more in-depth conversation about Santosha Studio, as well as her recent sunsetting of her 35-year career in healthcare. Don't worry, we're not going to neglect the other business that Stephanie and her husband Matt own, which is the Garage Bikes and Brews in River Falls, Wisconsin. We're going to cover that one next week. For now, enjoy learning more about Stephanie and Santosha Studio. We start off with Stephanie answering the question, what is Santosha Studio? Check it out. Santosha Studio is a fitness studio really geared toward you being yourself and competing against yourself, no one else The word santosha is a Sanskrit word, which means ultimate contentment. There's a lot of different versions of what it means, but that's that's the version I ascribe to. So it's really about searching for your own ultimate contentment and um, getting healthy on that journey. So I started with the thought process of opening a fitness studio specifically around cycling, because, of course, cycling is one of my passions and loves. I was teaching cycle I've been teaching for about seven or eight years. And when we got the option to buy the second building, thought, well, this will be awesome. Really wanted to create a space where people feel really welcome and kind of create a community. It's certainly not women only. That's a question I get asked a lot because it turns out that a lot of women come. We are getting more and more men, which is great because it's for all kinds of people. Yeah. And you're not shapes. just doing cycling. You're, you're doing many different classes. We have cycling, yoga. And like three or four different versions of yoga. So we just introduced yin yoga, which is what I just got certified to teach. So I taught my first class or led my first class yesterday, and it was fabulous. It is more of a meditative, restorative type yoga. Mm -hmm. So yang is using your muscles. The yin is using your mind. You really aren't using your muscles. You're stretching and releasing the fascia. Okay. So that's what... Yin yoga is, but we have a lot of different types of yoga, a lot of flow, more Western type yoga also. TRX, which is the isometric type workout. You're using bands that hang from the ceiling, using your own weight as resistance. We've got a couple different classes of that. We've got uh, sculpt and strength, which is barbell repetition, toning muscle. And then um, pound. pound. Yeah, <laughs> pound. How could I forget pound? Pound is an amazing, amazing workout. You use um, what they... What Pound calls ripsticks, they're like drumsticks, plastic drumsticks, and you are following a choreographed drum session, basically, and you just really get lost in the beat. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of what we call drum solos, so you <laughs> kind of go off on your own and aren't following along, but that's okay because you're still working out. Yeah. It's really about an all-inclusive community and bringing people together in, in a really fun way. 
it would be really fun to approach a bunch of local bands and identify the drummers and see if they could do a class. <laughs> that would be really cool. That's Solo. So, yeah, there, I mean, there's so, there, it's it almost has like a cult-like following. The people really love Pound and get into Pound. It's it's really amazing. It looks like a lot of fun. I didn't yeah. get to try that one. Yeah. It, it was something that caught my eye because I love music mm -hmm. in general. And so I don't know how well I would hold the rhythm, but it seems like it probably doesn't even matter all that much. It really doesn't. And so I'm really intimidated personally intimidated by Zumba or aerobics where I actually have to be following something that's prescribed for me and I can't can't keep the beat mm -hmm. you know the white girl can't dance kind of thing <laughs> it's definitely got that going on so at first I was like oh I don't know but you just totally get lost in it and you're just following a beat and yeah. doing what you need to do yeah we do have a pound with a purpose this is another thing they do for um, charity or events so we have a Pound with Purpose coming up May 22nd. The other business, the garage, is hosting that in the parking lot, expecting a big crowd. One of the instructors at Santosha just lost her husband suddenly. Mm. So we're doing a little fundraising for her and I'm going to have some fun while we're doing it. Nice. So, yeah. Okay, good. And you are not someone that started your career in the fitness industry. You started in healthcare. Correct. And you recently, the verbiage I remember you saying is your sunsetting your career in healthcare. Correct. So you're like 19 days into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that feel? <laughs> I mean, in theory, I'm 19 days into it. I'm still orienting or training in the gal that's replacing me, but I can already sense the space that'll be available to me in my life. Yeah. And I can feel that there's going to be room to breathe yeah. and more room for creativity and more room in my life for what I want to do. Mm -hmm. which I feel like I'm at the age where I can be selfish now yeah. and do that. I've been in healthcare for 35 years, so it's a long time. Wore many different hats in healthcare. Always been an RN, but um, sometimes we're worked on the business side of healthcare. Sometimes I was a worker bee. Sometimes I was a bosser bee. <laughs> <laughs> All different methods of healthcare. But the last few years in healthcare for anyone in healthcare have been extremely trying, as everyone knows. And it's really... It was a good time for me with the businesses taking off, and I found a great person to take my place and hold my team up, so yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah. How long ago do you think you recognized that you were ready to exit healthcare? Hmm. That's a good question. I would say probably two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think shortly into the pandemic. Yeah. I would say that's probably a big, that was a big instigator, but also... Just being blessed with these businesses that are, like I said, taking off. Mm -hmm. As we were rehabbing the buildings and starting the business process, my husband was, you know, fortunate that he had time on his hands to be able to do that. But I was really resentful and jealous because I really wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. So I knew going through last summer for sure. At the end of the summer, I I told myself and I told my husband, there's no way I'm going to go through another summer like that. Yeah. Because I just felt crabby and pissed off at the world because I wanted to be there. Yeah. Even though what I was doing was making an impact and healthcare is an important job to have. I had an amazing team mm -hmm. at Western Wisconsin Health. It's just, it's not filling my cup like it used to. What does that space feel like now? I am finding time to be able to work out mm -hmm. and just be, just yeah. be, which is really important. It's a really busy time for the business right now as we're Entering the summer season and hopefully, hopefully spring, summer is coming. <laughs> we don't know for sure right now today. So I'm spending a lot of time on getting things kind of caught up 
Yeah. My hope is that as we enter that busy summer season, we fall into a routine and I I find that space. Yeah. I do have an awesome sunsetting gift to myself. I'm my friend and I are taking a 10-day bikepacking trip. Oh wow. So we're going to fly into Jacksonville, Florida and bike up the coast to Charleston, South Carolina mm-hmm. and do some sightseeing along the way and just tent and be in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's yeah. important. Yeah, for sure. I want to talk about why you were so intentional about not calling it retirement and calling it sunsetting. <laughs> why is that? Hmm, that's interesting. I've never really thought about why. I don't really feel like I'm retiring. I yeah. feel like I'm moving on to something else. Yeah. So that part of my life has sunset, which mm-hmm. is was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful sunset. Yeah. But the sun is rising on something different and what I would say even more cool. Yeah. I think that what I can feel, and I, if I if I sound hesitant, it's because we're not even two years old yet. Yeah. The business is going to be two in June. And so I feel like, almost like I'm jinxing myself if I say something out loud, but what I feel like owning a business, a successful business, it doesn't feel like work. Right. So that that's the kind of sunrise I'm looking forward to, right? Mm-hmm. Where I want to go to work because it's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Turns out people that are coming in for bikes or beer or working out at the fitness studio are typically really happy. Yeah. Healthcare, that wasn't always the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's a different type of healing, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I always I noticed that you were very, very intentional about mm-hmm. not using the word retirement. So I guess the other question I would have then, do you anticipate ever being retired? <laughs> well, probably not. Yeah. I mean, Matt and I have talked about that. My husband and I have talked about that a lot in the last 10 years. He is a farmer by trade. I mm-hmm. mean, he's always, you know, that's in his blood. So farmers never retire. Right. I mean, my father-in-law's well into his 80s and he's still driving tractor and throwing hay bales. And So I don't think either one of us could just sit. I'm definitely not the type to just sit in a rocking chair. I certainly want time in the rocking chair, but I don't need that all the time. Yes. So I don't typically, I don't really see myself as ever really retired. No. Right. Mm-mm. I'm young, too. Yeah. I mean, I feel young. Yeah. I I relate to that very much. Mm-hmm. You know, I look around at what it means to be retired, and there's kind of a certain lifestyle that it is. And I think I would probably get kind of bored. Yeah. I got to do something yeah. with my brain. And, yes. Yes. And gathering people. And, and yeah, I, yeah, I can very much relate to that. So that makes sense. Let's jump back to Santosha. Yeah. What year was that born? In the fall of 2019. Okay. We um, purchased the buildings in October and then started rehabbing the building quickly after. Mm-hmm. So we opened, I think it was around Christmas time, and I was, you know, running the special for 2020, which, you know, three months later, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So that's been a rough start for Santosha. Mm-hmm. But that was when we bought the building. We were initially renting out some space in the front of the building Mm -hmm. to an acupuncturist and a massage therapist. Okay. That didn't work out. Uh, The sound of the the studio didn't mix with their (laughs) business model. Pound sticks. I know, the pound sticks, the cycle. You know, like you can't, turns out you can't have cycle class with quiet music. You got to have it loud enough so you can't hear yourself breathing. Yeah. So they moved out, I think it was last spring. Okay. So then we uh, really remodeled and just took over the whole building. And uh, with the intention to fill the space. Good. This morning I had 11 cyclists and I was so excited. It was, yeah. I took a moment last night while I was setting up the bikes. I don't know if you saw it on my story, but I put a 
thing. Just take a minute to realize you're living your dream. Yeah. It's like, that's what it feels like. Okay, this is cool. This is exactly what my intention was. Good. Yeah. And it's here. It's here. (laughs) So I have to, I have to remind myself that not be looking for the next thing constantly. Yeah. But look at what's going on in front of me Mm -hmm. and enjoy that and feel proud of it. Yeah. I feel like that corporate lifestyle kind of makes us look for whatever that next thing is and it almost yeah. prevents you from being in the moment so yeah. that's probably one of the transitions that you're going through True. is not thinking of everything through the lens of a corporate business plan and more so mm-hmm. this is what my life is yeah yeah so, it's true you and i had a chance to work together on a video for santosha which was really fun and i had the opportunity to take a cycling class And then also a yoga class. And I am not a yogi by any means, but I felt so welcome. You very much have a sense of community at the studio. It seems like community is really important to you. Mm -hmm. What kind of values do you place other than just the exercising piece on the studio? Just that, creating a tribe of of like-minded people. Really, it's organically happened and it is what my intention was in the beginning. I remember talking about at the very beginning with the the initial members and students saying, at that point, I'm like, I don't really even care if this building makes money. I want it to break even, but more, I want a fit community. I want people to find what feels good to them, being strong and healthy. It's not about being skinny. Not, none of this is about being skinny, ever. It's about feeling good in your body. And so really needed that to be the foundation. And it really happened then. It just happened. I, I think that the universe, God, whoever you believe in, brought people to that studio who have that same value system. Mm-hmm. Some of them have more energy than me, which is amazing. Because <laughs> then they, they just bring out that energy of everyone. And it's really awesome. I've got, I've been blessed with the people coming in. Yeah. It became very evident in the last three, four weeks, however long it's been now, that instructor that I talked about who lost her husband. Yeah. It, the outpouring of support from that, what we call the Santosha community. Yeah. Has been amazing. I mean, and without even asking for it, it's just there. Yeah. So everyone has each other, and that's it is really cool because you're right. When people are walking in, they're just talking about like, "Oh, did you try so and such and such class?" Or I found this at the grocery store. Blah blah blah. And yeah. then class starts, and everybody gets serious. Yeah, they get serious about working out and doing their thing. Yep. And then afterwards, it's you know the same thing talking yeah. as they're leaving. So it's really cool. I'm hoping that more people can find it. Yeah, I guess that's why we're here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I more I more want people to find it. Because I am honestly wanting more people to to find that fulfillment. Yeah. It's not, I mean, certainly I want the business to be successful, obviously. Mm -hmm. But number one with Santosha is I want the community to find what it feels like to have that in their life. Yeah. Really. It was a great, I don't know that I would do the two classes in a row Mm -hmm. right off the bat (laughs) for someone that, but I, you know, I've been working out. So for me, it was, it was a. It was strenuous to do both classes, yeah. but a different kind of strenuous where yeah. the cycling, I love cycling. Yeah. And that's just a good kind of burn for me because mm-hmm. you just end up drenched, which mm-hmm. I love that kind of workout. Yeah. And then the yoga for me, I, I joke that when I was pregnant, I was a swollen tick because I'm five <laughs> foot one and yeah. I'm 
zero torso <laughs> and short stubby arms and legs. <laughs> so yoga for me is really challenging mm -hmm. and I want to enjoy it so much. And I really did enjoy it, but I can't lie and say there weren't parts of it where I'm like, what the heck are we doing? <laughs> How can they do that with their body? I don't get it. I feel like my space is squished on them. feel the same way. I get it. I feel the same way. But there are also... <laughs> moments where I was like, this feels amazing. And I would have never thought to put my body in this position mm -hmm. and shut up, Katie, stop talking in your brain <laughs> and just breathe and be here in this moment. And I, that's really hard for me to do. So I can understand where that practice would be so incredibly useful to mm -hmm. regularly go and figure out how to shut off that voice in your head that mm -hmm. is going, why are we doing my face is squished? Uh, just breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah, like I talked about with that yin yoga, it really forces you into that space because you hold each position or pose for three to five minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a meditation. And I didn't mention, but I do lead a guided meditation. I call it guided deep relaxation so it doesn't turn people away. But yeah. it really is more exercise for the mind. So that's every other Saturday. Yeah. Because keeping our minds healthy is as important as our bodies mm -hmm. and especially in this day and age, we have so much going on. And mm -hmm. um, so that's a good thing to do. When did you start meditating? I started meditating quite a few years ago when I went to nurse midwifery school, I would say is when I really started. Mm -hmm. Spending time in a quiet state, being with women in labor, mm -hmm. this allowed a lot of introspection. And that's when I found meditation. And I'm not good at habits and I would love to say I meditate every day for 20 minutes or more. And then not... you write in your journal yes. and you stare at a candle. <laughs> yes, I do all those things. <laughs> Maybe once a year. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then another totally. year passed. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it feels like. So the, really the meditation class is for me. And so other people want to come along. That's great. Right. It's forcing me at least every other Saturday to do meditation. But I do try to meditate, whether it's on a walk or sitting in my living room with my cup of coffee. It's really distilling your mind. It's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. But once you start doing it, you can feel the energy around you and mm -hmm. you can feel the people around you. I think it allows you to participate in the world in a different way. I could see that. Yeah. And I have to say that because I'm not actively meditating. But it's on my to-do list. It's on my to-do list every day. <laughs> but it, you started it in when you went to school for midwifery? Yeah. Okay. Was that encouraged in the so. school or was that on your own accord? I think it was on my own accord. You know, I met a lot of people who were in my class and I was surrounded by people that were not the same thinking as I was. Uh, so it allowed my brain to just expand into different places mm -hmm. that I really hadn't been before and see the value in it. I mean, some of the coursework was really about um, mind-body healing and thinking about that um, complementary or alternative, we used to call it. Mm -hmm. Now it's complementary um, therapies. Yeah. So aromatherapy, meditation, yeah, guided imagery, all that kind of stuff was really introduced at that time for me. Yeah. But like it, I said, I'm not so good at doing it regularly. Yeah. I'd like to. And you, so you just mentioned that that used to be called alternative. So you probably saw a big transition in healthcare mm. then where you looked at the Eastern Western. Oh, yeah, for sure. Was there a pivotal decade or time mm. that you saw? I think we're still in it. Right. I wouldn't say it's pivotal yet. Honestly, I feel like, There's I feel like it's shifting. Yeah. It's shifting some for sure. I'm definitely surrounded more in my life with people who are thinking about 
hey, I am going to get acupuncture, but I think I'm also going to go see if I need a steroid injection. You yeah. Know? Like those two worlds are going to mesh a little bit. And yep. that's sort of what I've been doing, I'd say, for 20 years or mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about preemptively getting a massage, going to the chiropractor, doing aromatherapy, those pieces, and more recently into acupuncture more. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I don't think we're there yet right. in the United States in general. I think that there's a long ways to go in integrating Eastern and Western medicine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's agree. a place for it, and I yeah. think it's, it's coming. Yeah, and I've noticed that there are some doctors or practitioners that are much more open to it than others, so mm-hmm. I think it's yes. that shifting of the mindset. It was, I think, a little bit shocking to see essential oil therapy in a clinic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't there before. There was a time where right. that might have been considered witchcraft. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, but I did start a, I started a women's health clinic in River Falls in 2005 or six. Okay. And I was many times accused of doing, someone would come in, stand at the counter, I had a registration person. And just accuse me of doing black magic and what are you doing no. in here? Where are you keeping the killed babies? Like, like what is going on? What are you talking about? What is, number one, what is black magic? Right. Like, tell me what you're talking about. Because we had aromatherapy, you know, we had some energy healers there. So we had some out-of-the-box thinking kind of things. Yes. And it scares people. Yep. And I, then, you, you know, you get into the whole organized religion conversation Versus more the energy, you know, type of following. And then it becomes really political. and It's a web for sure. Yeah. I don't understand that part of it because I think think everyone should find what feels right for them Mm -hmm. and let that settle. So I thought it was just healthcare and then this. So it was healthcare. I mean, I I went to a nurse midwifery school, graduated, and I really feel strongly about having... um, options available for women in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And especially then, yep. we didn't we had family p- practice yep. for um, birth care and we're newly getting an OBGYN and I really felt strongly that women deserve to have the options of care. Mm-hmm. River Falls like I you know I just told you the my experience wasn't all like that. There were some people that very much embraced the midwifery model of care. Yeah. And the practice did well. But there was also this other part of River Falls that wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Which was really confusing for me. Like, I was like, where, why is this happening? Yeah. Why, why are people not getting this? I, you know, I was the first midwife at Hudson Hospital and brought midwifery care there and really taught the nurses and some of the providers what labor sitting and being, being with women in labor means. That's what the word midwife means is with woman. It really truly just means that. Yeah. So it means sitting in that space. And again, that's when I found that time to just just be. Yeah. So yeah, it was an interesting time. I ended up needing to close the practice because my male practice insurance kept increasing. Sure. And there was no way to financially make it work. Mm-hmm. So but I learned a lot yeah, about that, opening businesses. So was that your first business that you took on? Um, well, I am a serial entrepreneur. Okay, let's hear them. Yeah. I also had a legal nurse consulting business. Oh. I, I reviewed records for attorneys. Yep. I think that's it. Okay. So maybe not serial. Well, it's kind of serial. All right. <laughs> I think I found my landing space. <laughs> yeah. I think this is, the more you talk about it, the more it is a different version of healing, I think. 
it's healing from the heart. Yeah. Another part of my story is the reason I left midwifery. So I was a bedside nurse midwife. And I remember when I got my job at Hudson with Hudson Physicians, I told everyone around me, like, they're going to have to wheel me out of here in a stretcher when I'm 80. This is my job. Yeah. I, I have found my calling. A few years into that, I developed a weird disease in my wrist. So I developed Keenbox, it's called. Okay. Uh, and so in the end, I had multiple surgeries. In the end, my wrist needed to be fused. So it was an abrupt halt to this career that I had aspired to and felt like was my calling. Yeah. So I really dove into a deep well of depression, I would say, for a couple of years. I'm trying to figure out what's my purpose. I very much live with, I need to have a purpose. I need to feel like I'm contributing mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. Of course, I had kids I was raising, and that's important too, but there's something outside of that. Yeah. Um, So I really started thinking, I was probably 90 pounds, weighed about 90 pounds more than I do now. I was completely unhealthy because I had given everything to midwifery and not to myself. So I started doing some soul searching, figuring out, okay, what do I want to do? What do I need to do? I feel like I have two avenues. One, I can just stay overweight. I can start take up smoking, a pack of cigarettes a day, watch daytime dramas. And yeah live my life on disability, or I could get healthy. Mm-hmm. So I joined the Y in Hudson and read some books on triathlon and figured out that I, I know to swim. I like riding bikes, I think. I hadn't ridden a bike forever. Yeah. And I can trog, not really run, but I trog, trot and jog. <laughs> <laughs> so I can do those three I'm things. I'm stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward a few years, I went, did a, quite a few sprint triathlons, and in 2017, I did I completed Ironman Wisconsin, wow. so I'm an Ironman. So that was a transformative time for me in finding a different happy, and that's where I was going with that. Like, okay, this fills my soul in a different way, and I now know what it feels like to take care of myself, mm-hmm. not just the people around me. Mm-hmm. And wow, when I'm taking care of myself, I'm so much more powerful Yeah, to be able to take care of those people around me. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Well, and I think people can sense the energy of someone that's taking care of themselves mm-hmm. and, and what you're putting out. It's very different. I agree. It's a healing energy, but it's also, um, I'm just, I got to get through this shift kind mm-hmm. of thing too, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a very different kind of feel. Mm-hmm. You do offer a free trial of yeah. Santosha. Yeah. Talk through what that looks like. Yeah. There's a free trial week. So you have the option to, you, within seven days, do three classes of your choosing for free. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's different membership options, or most people are using a class pack or like a punch card option. Mm -hmm. It's all online through a simple app. It's really easy to do. Finding the information on the website and get started. There's no commitment. There's no joiner fee. There's no cancellation fee. Mm -hmm. Certainly, if you quit in the middle of a month, I'm not going to pay you back for that half a month. Right. Yeah. Other than that, it's really no commitment because I want the people there that want to be there. I want them to be happy. Mm Mm-hmm. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others to find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the valley. Go! Get out and try.